now tuned in to the cold hard truth. Cayman's number one hard-hitting live podcast show, where we feature some straightforward conversations on political, social, and celebrity news, and all things happening in the Cayman Islands and around the world. This show was created to give the people a voice and a means of being involved and informed without any filters. Sometimes it gets crazy, but we always keep it real. We bring you the tea. Piping hot, so grab your favorite beverage and join the conversation via WhatsApp at 324-1612. Email tips at caymanmorrowroad.com. Now, here's your host, Sandy Hill, broadcasting live from the beautiful Cayman Islands.
Where is everybody? I see you. Peekaboo, you're here. All right, folks, let's get this show on the road. Happy Wednesday. As they say, it is hump day. Hump day Wednesday. How are you guys doing? Give me one second here. I'm just doing all of my final setup. Who's here? Who's here? Miss Melita coming out of the barn first. Big shots out to Melita. Thank you so much for tuning into the program. I feel like some of you guys are running competition with each other. You know, like you're like, okay, let me just see um, who can log in first. Melita and Ervalyn are always at the top of the hour. Sometimes Atlas beats them to it, but I don't know. Atlas wasn't able to beat them to it today. So how is everyone doing? Um, I trust that you guys slept well and you had a good night. As usual, I had all good intentions of going to bed at a decent hour. And you know what they say about good intentions. <laughs> ah, went to hell in a handbasket. Um, I didn't stay up until 2 o'clock, but I finally got into bed right around 1 o'clock. So a little bit better uh, than the previous nights before. But I, I've got to do much better than this, folks. My goal is to be in my bed at least by 11 o'clock. I think 11, 11.30 should be good. You know, that should be enough sleep. But uh, just not happening. Melita, Ervalyn, Miss Corrine is here. Happy hump day to you. Good morning to Miss Beulah, Siobhan, good morning, Luis, Buenos Dias, Christian, good morning, my friend. Hi, Catherine. Kenzie Rose is here. Happy hump day. And of course, the week is flying by because we had a public holiday. So, you know, it's a short week. Um, Irvin is saying, I'm checking in. Audrey is here. Good morning, Larry. And everyone, he's saying, Wagwan. So big shout out to Louie. I don't know if Louie is uh, watching as yet, but let me just show you guys what Louie sent me this morning, showing off his new mug, which we are still waiting on. Check out Louie. Nice. I like it. I like it. Very, very nice, Louie. Thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, we have not actually seen the mugs yet. Folks, we are still waiting. It's UPS, get on it. We got people waiting. Louie, turn that mug around. We want to see the whole mug. But looking good, looking good there, Louie. We love it. Louie's in Detroit. And uh, our suppliers are able to drop ship. Um, we just sent one to Louie and one to Larry. So Louie and Larry are um, in a very coveted position because they are the first ones to actually have the new CMR merch in terms of those mugs. So lucky them. Uh, we're still waiting. I got the notification from customs um, a couple of days ago, which means I think that everything um, should be ready and I'm just waiting on them, I guess, to um, call and let me know what's going on. So we shall see. Wagwan. Um, we know that there's been a lot of 
delays with shipments here on island, especially during the holiday rush. It was a super crazy time. But I'm really hoping that a lot of that is starting to settle down and things are getting sorted out. I have to be really honest with you. I've been using Aeropost. A big shout out to Eric Saxon. Um, what's the other young man? I always forget that. Uh, Cordell. Because they have been fantastic since the lockdown. Uh, you guys know that I initially had a little fiasco with another shipping company. And uh -uh -uh -uh. listen, COVID is enough of a stress. And when you have to order stuff for work or even just, you know, it's hard to get so many items right now. Like literally the other day I had to order a case of baby wipes because the ones that we get, which is the case with individual packs, I have not seen before um, the lockdown. So, you know, Amazon got everything. And if Amazon doesn't have it, chances are you just do not need it. <laughs> so big shout out to Amazon too. Not that they need it, but uh, their network shows how impressive of a job they have been doing. And, you know, we can't, I can drop ship it to somebody in Miami, but I still need to get it from Miami to the Cayman Islands. So Aeropost has really been doing a fantastic job. Um, they are on the ball and I really appreciate their team because they're a small team, but they hustle and they get it done. So even during Christmas, I tried to early to order super, super early, especially for Christmas presents um, for my daughter. But there were other things that were kind of like, oh, man, this is going to be last minute. And they were hustling right up until like Santa. They were Santa's little helpers this year, hustling right before and uh, ensure that they got us everything. So good morning, Morna. Good morning, Irvalyn, Bonnie. Hi, Ashley. Uh, what's for breakfast? I got some coconut water and a bagel. <laughs> That's what I'm having this morning. Um, I have been getting up a little bit earlier this week and last week because I've actually got some more things that I'm trying to get done in the mornings. So what that means for me is I do actually get hungrier before the show. Like I'm actually feeling hunger. So um, I know bagels are like the worst things nutritionally. So I do need to start like getting some nutritional things here. I need to talk to um, to Chrissy, uh, Krista from the food delivery service to see if she can't bring me some more healthy breakfast options. And you know what, folks? I don't even need um, like eggs and bacon and I don't need traditional stuff for breakfast. Like I'm one of those people that I'll eat anything at any time. So I'll eat non-traditional I'll eat dinner for breakfast. It doesn't really matter to me. Uh, so, you know, this is, we're still in the month of January. And some of us have not yet started our uh, exercise program that we were talking about from last year. So we're still, yesterday I was thinking to myself, oh, the month is almost over. And I've not stepped foot on the elliptical machine. I haven't gone walking. I haven't done anything in terms of exercise. And folks, you got to really hold me accountable. Like, this is ridiculous. I need to get on it. Uh, I think I need a little initial motivation, like maybe a personal trainer. So if anyone wants to come on and uh, get me to walking and do some, <laughs> some little promo stuff, do let me know because I need to get, I need to get on it. So Chantal says, don't use NCI. Still haven't received my stuff since December the 18th. Supposed to be here. Ooh, December the 18th. That's over a month ago. 
That's not good. Not impressive, not impressive, Chantel. Uh, Jamelia says, Chantel, that's strange. I used them two weeks ago and got my stuff last week. And I ordered last week and my package came yesterday. So it's something with your package. Well, uh, Chantel, give them a call and see what's going on. Because yes, that sounds very, very strange. Um, there were a lot of delays, I must say, during the holiday season. So I don't know if stuff got lost. I'm just looking for my lens cleaner. Give me one second here. Yeah, I don't know if stuff got lost in the shuffle or what may have happened. But, uh, you know, one of, the, one of the things I find that's really important, folks, regardless of what is going on, just maintaining open dialogue with your customers is so important. Like, just tell your customers what is happening. You know, your package is late. We lost your package. Listen, I have had lost packages that all now still can't be found. It happens. Everybody's human. You know, when you're dealing with a humongous volume that you're not even used to, things will happen. And so I want to know really, um, you know, what is going on? Uh, just tell me if you lost my package, just tell me you lost my package and then what you're going to do about it. When you remain silent and customers have no clue what's going on, I think that's when it becomes a problem. Good morning, Diamond Princess. How are you? Um, Irvlin says dinner for breakfast. Yeah, girl. Isn't that some of the best times to eat to eat dinner? Is that breakfast? <laughs> my stomach doesn't care like what time of day it is, to be honest. Um, and there are actually some people who swear by a reverse diet. So they reverse like, cause dinner, a lot of people eat a heavy dinner. So they'll do dinner for breakfast. So that's the heaviest meal of the day. And then they pare it down and then like breakfast will be at night and they eat something really, really like barely, you know, fruits and whatever for dinner. To me, it doesn't, I don't, listen, who dictates what's for breakfast? <laughs> I mean, you know, there are places all over the world that eat different things. I think that really um, it's about trying to eat healthier, get some healthier options in you and uh, something that you love. Yes, Kenzie, leftover for breakfast. Me too. Oh my God. What is your favorite leftover dish? Kenzie, isn't spaghetti like the best thing to have the next day? And even sometimes for breakfast, because um, like all the sauces and it gets properly marinated. Oh, yeah, girl. Cernicula, Cheryl, good morning to you. Good morning, Shirley. How are you? Uh, Jamelia says there was a cutoff date for Christmas deliveries. I think that was important because a lot of companies, like I said, were really under pressure. Um, to get people's packages. So Chantel says she calls them a lot, but doesn't have an answer. Um, I'm going to message Cheyenne for you, Chantel, to see um, if he can offer you some assistance because that package has to be somewhere. And you know what? Like I was just saying, packages get, get lost. They get mixed up. I remember at one point, um, Aeropost had a package and they said, oh, you know, we, we've got a package here for you. And I was like, um, hmm, that's strange because I don't recall 
this package. Like I looked through my orders. I tried to be as organized as I could with putting in because they have like a pre-alert system, which I really love. Aeropost is really organized. Their system is quite computerized and organized. So you can actually in advance, um, before your package even arrives at their facility, once you have a shipping number from Amazon, you can go in, put in the shipping number, put in your receipt, and then uh, the amount for the invoice. And then once they receive it, it creates like a pre-alert situation. And when they receive it, they know that all the details have already been entered for that package. So it's supposed to, in theory, speed stuff up a little bit. So I really tried my best to, um, you know, try to do that because I thought, well, that's going to help them do a better job. And one day they called me and they said, we have this package for you, but, you know, it's not pre-alerted and we don't have an invoice. Can you send us an invoice? Because sometimes I forget and I have to send them an invoice afterwards. And I'm looking at the package going, I don't know what this item is supposed to be. I don't recognize the description. It doesn't fit anything that um, I have, you know, been... Uh, it doesn't fit anything that I've been ordering. Like, it just didn't make any sense. So um, come to find out, it actually wasn't my package at all. Like, they do have this option where they will send you a picture of it. So if you can't figure it out, they'll say, okay, you know, I'm going to send you a picture. And they sent me a picture, and I go, uh-uh, that's not my package. I have no clue what that is. I'm like, that is not something I would even order. I can't remember what it was. It was like some, as you seen on TV, fake camera thing. And I was like, mm -mm, that's not something I would ever order. So lo and behold, they eventually discovered that it was somebody else's package. And for some reason, it ended up getting my box number and information on it. And so they had to then try to figure out who that package was for. Uh, Jamelia, she's going to DM I can get the boss on it. Yes, thank you, Jamelia. I um, did send him a little message as well. So hopefully um, that will get sorted out. So we've got some concerns about traffic this morning. I just got a photo here. Give me one second. I'm sure this is a funny video as well. Hold on, hold on. Let's see what's going on. Um, does this video have any music? Okay, so you get some real-time alerts, folks. So the question is, what is going on in South Sound this morning? Because the traffic is next level crazy. Let us have a look at what we mean by next level crazy. So for those of you who were tuned in today, thank you guys so very much. Uh, you continue to make this platform, The Cool Hard Truth, especially the morning show, but even the evening show, like the number one show on island and we love that we appreciate the love and support tomorrow is going to be tag along tag along uh thursdays as well as alric Lindsay will be here so here's the current traffic situation did you guys see all that traffic Bumper to bumper to bumper. Like, seriously, what is going on? Is there a traffic accident? Uh, let us know because, whoo, that looks rough. 
Um, and are they working Walker's Road? That's supposed to be in the evenings, I believe. Um, so there will be some road works this week, starting today, on Walker's Road. But that doesn't happen until 8 p.m. and 5 a.m. So they pretty much are doing it mostly overnight during low traffic areas. So they're paving a section of Walker's Road between the hospital four-way stop and Boilers Road. So that covers like the pharmacy, the church, the school, all that area up to Boilers Road. So they're starting tonight, January the 27th through until Monday. So all weekend long from 8 p.m. until 5 a.m. So if you live in that area or you might be traversing in that area, please remember that they are repaving um, the road. So try to stay out of that area. South Sound, um, I don't know what's going on yet because I'm assuming that they don't have to close off me if they're not paving it tonight at 8 p.m. Surely they don't have to close it off from now, do they? Because um, the notification said that they're painting, they're painting, they're paving a two mile, did it say two mile? Well, just a section of Walker's Road, but they're doing it uh, from 8 p.m. until 5 a.m. So if you guys know what's going on with the traffic, do let us know. So Irvlin says she loves rice and peas and chicken for breakfast, for leftovers. I'm telling you, anything works for breakfast. To me, it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. It's all delicious. Uh, so traffic continues. I got another video here. Thank you for the real time alerts, folks. This is wonderful. You guys getting it like real, real time. So it's slow moving. That's for sure. When I used to go to town in the morning, sometimes it was a toss up South sound, the other main junction South sound. Normally South sound is better, but crawling. It's really crawling. All right. If we hear anything, uh, Luis, we shall let you know. Chantel, uh, you're welcome. Hopefully you can get that all sorted out. Good morning, Karen. Hi, Anne-Marie. Hi, Anne. Um, yeah, I don't think the Walker's Road project has started yet. Like I said, it's supposed to be 8 p.m. tonight. So we'll keep an ear out. Um, I'm sure it won't be long before we get some indications of what's going on. Um, so, uh, Chantal, a real-time customer alert just for you. Um, Chantal, uh, Shyam has said that he's unaware of this situation, but he will look into it first thing this morning. Um, so, yes. Okay, so he's on the case now. Uh, hopefully he can assist you in getting that sorted out. So do keep us posted. Let us know if our efforts here at CMR have assisted you in any way. Speaking of assisting people, we're going to talk about, girl, Irvlin, I swear you just read my mind. <laughs> I am just seeing your thing. And I, this is where I was going to go next. I was like, speaking of 
you know, CMR actually getting stuff done. And then I saw your comment. That is so funny. Mm-hmm. All right. Let us break it down in case you missed the 411 yesterday. Uh, here's what happened, actually. <clears throat> Last week, we were talking about uh, Garfield Rob. And I know I went through the whole thing with you guys. You know, if you have a complaint, here's how you um, can file a small claims court. But I still had some concerns about how police officers are treating this situation. And that every time you go to them with a complaint, their easy out is, um, oh, this is a civil matter. We can't help you. That's like the lazy officer's response, I'll be honest with you. So I contacted the commissioner, and you know, the commissioner and I have had a much better working relationship since he got rid of his, um, or since she left, she probably got a million dollar payout because she slipped and fell on government property and then sued her employer, the RCIPS, aka the Caymans government. This is Jacqueline Carpenter. So I'm sure they gave her a nice little sum, a nice check, and she could go back home to the UK and kick up her feet for a bit and probably retire. Anyhow, I digress. Um, so we've been having a much better relationship. So I emailed him and I said, um, is it possible for the RCIPS to take all of these numerous complaints a little bit more seriously and look into the situation? Because listen, this is a clear cut case of fraud. You know, I was reminded by someone yesterday, it's the equivalent of you going and writing a check that you know you ain't got no money for. That is obtaining property by deception. That is carrying out a fraud. And that, quite frankly, folks, is against the law. So no matter how you slice it, you can't just go around taking advantage of people in that manner and not expect there to be repercussions. Um, so he thanked me and said that he would be uh, forwarding the complaint to the financial crime unit. Financial crime deals with a lot of, um, money related offenses. So lo and behold, I know that financial crime has been contacting. We had at least five names that were recent, and there are many other victims out there. Trust me, this guy has been at this for years, and he has gotten away with it. And he goes around threatening women as clients to say, oh, if you make a complaint about me, this is what's going to happen to you. So him and his wife, and I have to include the wife in this because she's actually the person who has the business license. And let me be very clear here, folks. Um, if I have a business license and I have a husband who is working under that business license, he would not be permitted to go out there and do any and everything without me, number one, be, being aware of it. And number two, reeling the situation in because the business license is actually in her name. So she can't say, oh, this is my husband doing this and he's on a, um, what's the word that we use in law? 
he is on a um, frolic of his own. Remember what we were talking about last week? How employers are responsible for the behavior of their employees. I had people last week message. Uh, remember the lady, the Filipino lady that was featured last week, Thursday? Her employer, now we know, is not renewing her work permit. And the daughter reached out and said, well, you're trying to blame my mom and you're trying to say this and that about my mom. And I'm like, nobody's trying to be rude towards your mom, but all employers have to recognize that they have a responsibility legally. They have an obligation. So you can't allow someone to go about using your company name or working for you and doing whatever they want. And when they break the law, then you say, oh, well, that's not my problem. When they defraud customers, you don't care and you don't want the responsibility. That's not how it works. That's a serious indictment um, on you as an employer and on your business. So Clarissa Robb and Garfield Robb, both of them need to be charged, in fact, is my opinion. So the police commissioner has forwarded the information to financial crime, and I'm telling you, they're on it. So they have contacted a number of the victims directly that we had names and numbers for, but we are very much aware that they are people who we don't have names and numbers for. And, you know, I even reached out to the persons who first came to us about him well over a year ago. And um, those individuals said, well, at the time I went to DCI, I lodged a complaint, same thing. I called the police. And I was told there was nothing that anybody could do. Even DCI, the man was operating without a business license and they wouldn't do anything. So now, thank you, Irvlin, for the reminder. It looks like um, people will actually be getting some sort of relief. Now, let me warn you, this is not the first time the DPP has gotten a hold of a case file with him. He was actually in court before, but the charges were laid or left or whatever they call it because the so-called victims, he goes crying to them and they decide to work out a payment deal. Let me advise you in the strongest terms I know. There are some people who mean you no good. And uh, when they do certain things in terms of breaking the law, what you need to do is you need to ensure that you follow the procedure. If the police finally get a clue, folks, you follow the procedure. You file your police report. You provide them with evidence of what has transpired. All of these things are important for them to move forward with a successful prosecution. And what you do not do is when the people come a begging, because let me assure you, scammers always do this. There's one particular one that I can't talk about on air, but every single time they get scared um, that something might actually happen to them, they run to the person who's lodging the complaint. Oh, I'll give you some money. I promise I'm going to start paying you. And in some instances, they're going to find some money because they just finished defrauding somebody else. 
and they're going to find the money and then um, pay you something to keep you quiet. And then you'll never see the balance of your money again. You're going to spend years trying to get the rest of it. And that's just their MO. I've seen it so many times on this island. So it's not in your best interest to allow them to hoodwink you into a side deal. Because if you do that, the DPP is then forced because basically you're confirming that it's a civil matter as far as the DPP is concerned. Although I have, I think that there's some disagreement there, but whatever, that's the position that they've taken. When you enter into these private agreements, that's it. And so folks, the police will wash their hands of the situation. So let me advise you. The police financial crime unit has issued a statement yesterday they have now properly launched an investigation into Garfield Rob, and hopefully by extension, his wife, who's the business owner. And they're asking all of his victims to come forward. So if you are a victim, you need to contact the financial crime division. I've just shared the link in the comment section. They would like to hear from you. And um, they are looking to build a case of substance against Mr. Rob. So, like I said, we had five numbers, five individuals that we could provide names and numbers for. And there are more out there. So there's at least a number six who said yes. She will gladly contact them and file her complaint as well. She still has all her emails, all her receipts, everything that went down with him. Larry says that he can eat anything for breakfast. I agree. All right, Chantel, uh, keep us posted. I think you'll get a resolution. Catherine says in terms of traffic, this is why I leave East End at 5.30 a.m. to try to avoid the traffic. Unfortunately, that's not working anymore. Way too many cars. Why are employers going to do, when are employers going to do flex hours? Well, Catherine, that's a good question. I thought that out of COVID, we had learned that flex hours work and we can do it. In fact, not just flex hours, but flex working conditions. Most people do not need to go to work to be able to work. They can still stay home and work. Ugh, the lessons that we learned during COVID seem to be quickly disappearing. Uh, Monica, we're coming to that. Give me one second here. Thank you so much, Louis. We did share your photo with everyone. I think you missed it. We were showing everyone uh, the lovely mug. You're lucky. It's only you and Larry that have mugs so far. So um, thank you for sharing the photo. Nice. Absolutely love it. Okay, by popular demand. Let us discuss and get into the boat cruise fiasco. I feel like I need to have a little echo. Fiasco. Lynette, beautiful Lynette, good morning to you, honey. All right, so if you are, yes, Kenzie's like boat. T cruise, boat cruise T. Say that fast three times, please. Here we go, folks. Here we go. 
All right. Speaking of scammers, mm -hmm. they are a dime a dozen in this jurisdiction. And I don't think we're unique. I think it's everywhere. But you get to hear a lot of the stories because Cayman is small. So we have this fella here, um, Mario Blake. We've talked about Mario before because his name is always in something. And um, quite honestly, you know, this dude is just, he's something else. I don't even know what to say sometimes about people like him because they are incredibly brave when they continue to get away with it. And I guess that's the nature of human beings, that if you're able to get away with one too many situations, you think you are the Teflon Don and you are untouchable. Good morning, Felicia. And so... As Julie says here, people can't learn. And the people that can't learn seem to be the offenders. And I do believe that one of the reasons they can't learn is because of the fact that they are getting away with it. And this is why I say, don't let people, I don't care if it's your personal life, if you're going out on a boat cruise, if it's an employer, an employee, whatever the situation is, folks, do not allow people to get away with bad behavior. Because the more you allow it, the more they're going to think you're a fool, number one. You know what they say? Don't mistake my kindness for weakness. Well, there is some truth in that. And that people do think you are weak. And people do underestimate you when you allow them to get away with ongoing bad behavior. And so it appears to me that people like um, this fellow here, Mario Blake, is certainly no exception to that. He seems to be getting away with a lot on a regular basis, and for whatever reason, he does not appear to be inclined to stop. They have no conscience about them at all. That's the conclusion that I've always came to about individuals such as this. That explains the behavior. So, Mario Blake, his name, his full name is uh, Mario Neville Blake. He just had a birthday, January the 24th. That's why I guess he has his boat cruise every January. 1987, so he's not all that old. Relatively young fella. And he is doing the most. So there have been complaints about him um, in more than one arena, about more than one source. Okay. He's got complaints from the girls, the young ladies. 
about untowards behavior when it comes to them. He was taken to court with allegations of inappropriately touching a female. We went through that case. The case was thrown out. And there just continues to be a long trail of complaints against Mario. Now, the most interesting thing about Mario is he has been working as a photographer, according to him, and this is in his own words and on his own social media platform since 2008. Now, you guys know that we got our investigative sources. And the most interesting thing about Mario, we're going to get into the details of the broke cruise, but we need to set the backdrop for all of this. He says Mario Photography was established in 2008 by Mario Blake. So he has admitted immigration works. Ding, 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 ding. He has admitted that he established this business himself by Mario Blake. He believes that Cayman needs to be recognized for its beautiful beaches, people, culture, and lifestyle. Mario Photography is a new, vibrant, energetic company dedicated to please our clients, specializing in location photography, Whatever your vision, we can turn it into a reality, he says. And then here you go. Go look at a photo gallery of her pictures at mariophotos.com. Of course, that's a non-working website these days. Mm -hmm. But my first question is going to be, how is it possible for Mario to be the owner of Vibes Time Models and owner at Vibes Time Entertainment, which is part of his company um, that does photography and provides models and so on? There's something that just isn't adding up here. So... Someone is just telling me um, that anytime I use the bigger uh, comments, the closed caption comes over the comments. And unfortunately, folks, closed caption is not something that I can turn off. The only thing I can do is, um, let me just see here. The only thing I can actually do is to use the smaller comment. Let me just see where that is. So I could use a smaller commenting option, which makes that smaller. And then I think by extension, um, let me just see where that is. By extension, it won't interfere directly with the closed caption. Because closed caption is actually a Facebook feature. So we don't have anything to do with that. We can't adjust that in any way that's on. Um, and we appreciate it because we do have some hearing impaired people who come on the program uh, or listen, I should say. And um, they're always thankful for the closed caption. So 
Yeah, the only ways to use this kind of smaller bubble font like this, I think that helps a little bit. All right, so here we go, folks. So Mario is all over the place saying that he owns his business and he's a photographer and he's this and he's that. Well, hold on a second now, my friend, because something that right here, because according to... Um, According to um, my sources, Mario is a gardener. That's what his work permit says, folks. Since 2006, he is actually a gardener for his mother's landscaping business. Hmm. You're probably wondering to yourself, what did you just say, girl? Let me repeat it again. Mario does not have a photography license. He does not have a work permit as a photographer. He, he doesn't have a business license for Mario Vibes Time Entertainment. He has never had a business license for that in his own name, it appears. His mother hasn't had the business license. And his mother has him employed as a gardener. Mm -hmm. Do you know that it is a immigration offense, like a criminal offense, for you to have someone on a work permit and they're out there doing something else? The employer, mame, can be held responsible, like we were talking about earlier, for the actions of her employee. And surely his mother knows because he's been all over the Cayman Islands. How many years that is? That's over 10 years. Moonlighting as a photographer. So please, folks, I want you to try to keep up with me because this one goes deep. Because there's all sorts of stuff in here. Marriages of convenience and more. Hmm. So dearest mother wants to keep her son in the Cayman Islands. And um, the response to that is to take out a work permit for him. When he does not, and I repeat, does not really work for the business. Maybe he goes out every once in a while with her to look at some of her plants and she thinks that's enough to have a work permit for him as a gardener, but is allowing him to do other things. She could get in trouble for this and she should be in trouble for this to be quite honest because it's been going on for a really long time. Now, Mario thinks he's cute. Let's have a look at him again. Mm-hmm. Maybe some of the young ladies out there think he's cute too. Nothing wrong with that. He's in the entertainment business, so you know how that goes. Some people are easily impressed. Oh, girl, you know, he's a promoter. Oh, yeah. Look at the lines and the haircut. He can put on a boat party. Mm, I want to marry him. That's all it takes for some young ladies. And so here you go. 
Mario has been married not once, but twice. Now, there's nothing wrong with being married more than once or twice. Heck, some people have been married all five, six times. The reason, however, why you got married would be of significance to the authorities, especially if there is an arguable, clear case of a marriage of convenience. Hmm. Okay. It is so entirely interesting and peculiar that every time Mario gets married, the women then take out, we're going to talk about the work, the business licenses here in a second, but these women take out uh, business licenses for the business. So this Vibes Time Entertainment has had more owners than Quaker has oats. Because every time he gets a new woman, every time he gets a new girlfriend, Caymanian girls, they then take out business licenses for him. Now, here's a little sus that they may have missed. You got to be careful when you're dealing with immigration and you know, business licenses and so on, because somebody missed the memo just because you have a business license doesn't mean that you can have people working in the business and not have the immigration side of things sorted out. They're actually two separate entities. And although they sort of work a little bit in conjunction with each other, you have to be compliant with both. So you have to be compliant with a business license that allows you to then apply for work permits and so on. So what I suspect was going on based on the dates, and you can go back, folks, thank God for government records that are publicly available. And this is why it's important for government records to be publicly available, because then anyone can check for information, the accuracy of information, and so on. So Mario was... Um, allowing these wives and girlfriends to take out a business license for a business that he claims in his own words that he set up and he started. It's right here, folks, plain as day, black and white on social media. Works don't have to work hard to prove this case. He says he is the owner. So if you are carrying yourself out to be the owner to clients, on social media and all over the place. Hello, you better be the owner on paper too when it comes to the licensing department. And that is not what is happening here. He's not a Caymanian, okay? Mario is from Jamrock. So he cannot be a business owner just so with a trading ads. He could go and set up a limited company. So in other words, he could have a company incorporated. And uh, in doing so, he could become the 40% shareholder in the company. Because remember, Caymanians still have to be the majority. 
They didn't even have enough sense to do that, folks. Aliano says his stupid data plan is messing up, so you can't watch it. No problem. It's always right there for you to go back and watch later. Quincy reminds us, no 100% privacy and security online, full stop. Well, here's the thing. Um, to be quite frank, what you can do is, um, Quincy, is you could just be an honest, upfront person. And you don't have to be so shady all the time because the truth will eventually find you no matter how much you try to hide from the truth. What was that quote that we had last week? If you want to be trusted, be honest. Remember uh, last week on their Filipino segment, this the lady or guest used this quote and I thought, wow, that is so appropriate. So many times in this program, I'm just like, just be honest. It sounds so simple. Huh, do it. How hard can it be? Well, apparently for some people, it's extremely hard to be honest because at their core, that's not who they are. And I don't even know how they keep up with all the lies. Because when I'm looking at it, it makes my head spin. So Mario's out there freelancing as a photographer, as a model recruitment agent, uh, an entertainment business, as a promoter. He's doing the most and has no work permit to do all that stuff. Now, he's been married twice. He's married to a police officer by the name of Jody Ann Tater. And I think Jody Ann might be, I think she works in communications at the RCIPS. I don't think she's like a street officer. I think she works on the admin side, but I could be wrong about that. But the name sounds familiar to me as an administrative police person. Nonetheless, that's who he was married to. That was the first wife. And again, these wives will take out the business license, still not taking out work permits for him and allow him to room the place freely. Well, it doesn't take long for any half smart woman to see that this fella is only using these women and it's a marriage of convenience, apparently. Again, let's put that in the category of speculation, not confirmation. But all fingers point to the fact that this is a marriage of convenience. So they wise up. He's still out there seeing other women and doing the most. And they say, okay, I need to get a divorce and kick you to the curb. So the marriages fail for the same reason every single time. Because when it's not a legit marriage, you do see how easy it is for people to be stepping outside the marriage. Because in their head, sorry, my nose is itching. In their head, they're really not even married, right? They're just doing it for, oh, I need, I need to remain here. I don't want to be on work permit right now. Save my mommy some money of having me in a work permit. Wife number two, that did not even last a year before she files for divorce, Ashley Christian. And in fact, when I was checking my sources, people were like, he was married to Ashley? Nobody even knows he's married to Ashley. That's how undercover that one was. And so same thing, 
Ashley takes out a business license. Um, Ashley Christian trading as Vibes Time Entertainment. No work permit though, Ashley. And this is a thing, young ladies. You allow men to come and use you, not realizing that now you own a company, you're an employer, and immigration could deal with you as well. You should be fined. You should be going to court and you should be paying uh, money back to the immigration department for defrauding the people of the Cayman Islands. Be careful the situations that you allow these men to put you in, folks. So, um, oh, sorry, Ashley, I think there's a side conversation. My apologies. Um, as you guys know, I don't see the connectivity between comments. So, um, yes, at the end of the day, there has been quite a bit going on with this young man. His mother is the only person since 2006 who has had a work permit for him. There have been times when the company, Vibes Time Entertainment, has not even had a business license. If you go to the DCI website, you are more than free to have a perusal of the um, going back for many, many years, who has had a business license, when they've had it, and all of those details. It is publicly available information for you. So there have been lapses in when this young man, when the company that he claims that he owns, has actually had a business license. Now, let's see who else has taken out a business license for him. And then we're going to get into what happened this weekend. So at the moment, someone has finally incorporated a company uh, to hold the business license for Vibes Time Entertainment. And that company or that individual, whoever owns that company. I'm just having a look for my phone here. They now um, want to get him on a work permit. Finally, somebody wants to put in for work permit. But hello, why has it taken you since 2008? Mm -mm. What kind of source is this? Somebody just said, Ashley, W2TF. That's the Christian guy's daughter who's always commenting on your stuff. Run with Christian. Really? Lord, I didn't know that was his daughter. Anyway, Ashley was married to Maria for all of a year before she woke up and realized that this is a marriage of convenience. And uh, she got her divorce. He didn't want to sign for the divorce, by the way. He was refusing to sign for the divorce. So my sources indicate that, you know, she had to file a letter of complaint. And then he lawyers up because apparently his mummy can do anything to keep him here. And uh, she has successfully sued the Cayman Islands government to get her status because she's one of those people who had been here a really long time, had not been granted status. And so she sued them and she won. She had HSM represent her and she won her case and that's how she got her status. So now they, they know that they can lawyer up with every little thing. So they think, and even when they're not following the law, they want to lawyer up and uh, try to get away with it. So imagine this for a minute. Let's, let's try to get this story straight. Your mother 
decides to sue the Cayman's government so that she can get status. Oh, I've been here long enough and you guys don't want to give me status? Hmm, let me go get a nice lawyer from HSM. Okay, fair enough. It is what it is. You won your case. Then on the other hand, you are allowing your son since 2006 to work here illegally in the Cayman Islands because mom didn't know exactly what Mario is doing. She's heard all of the complaints from him. And you know your boy out there booking promotions, getting paid to book promotions. So now I'm sure he's going to be telling this little convenient lie that, oh, all these years he's been volunteering. Wow. Jake Scott must have receipts, okay? I'm going to make this case so easy for immigration to bust wide open. Jay Scott must have receipts and invoices where they have paid Mario Vibes Time Entertainment and Mario Blake for his services. He provides girls for entertainment purposes, boat functions, et cetera, et cetera. Remember we had a young lady come on the program and talked all about him a few months ago and how she was working for him for a couple months. He didn't want to pay her. So he is carrying on. And this is all evidence. All immigration has to do is go watch that video. That young lady, I think her name was Ashley as well. Interview that Ashley and you will see exactly what Mario has been up to, not paying people, okay? Promising people payment, entering into contracts with people for payment, doing the most as though he is the business owner because he all he has always been doing it. Half the time you ain't got a business license and you definitely don't have a work permit to be doing this. And nobody is paying attention. How does this man go under radar? 2006, let me pull up my little calculator here now, folks. Hold on one second. 2006, we're now in 2021. 15 years. Are you kidding me? This man has been carrying on that scam, an immigration scam, essentially. A TNB scam for 15 years? And our people are asleep at the wheel? Wow. So, at some point, a young lady was really pissed off at him. And she took to social media. And here's what she had to say. I don't trouble people. But when someone takes me for a fool, kiss my F and T, thieving and lying, Mario vibes time, where is my money that your business partner gave you from our event in March? Now, I don't know which business partner she was referring to because he's had so many, okay? You are a wicked man. You are a scammer. Aren't you tired of getting a bad name, Mr. Mario Blake? Imagine you are blacklisted from renting from business places because of stealing. Ooh. Uh, disclaimer, these are allegations. We have no evidence to prove this. I'm just reading to you what she posted on social media. I've been asking you for months for my money and you've been giving me the runaround. I need my money. I have all receipts and screenshots of messages. Pause. Immigration should have them too. Immigration, contact this young lady and get your receipts, honey. You and I have no name. 
living a fake life as if you are a decent person. Boy, not make me call your files today. Because if I do, your name will be done in Cayman. Remember, you are on a work permit. Hi. And working illegally for vibes time. Last time I checked, the team B was canceled. Just humble yourself and give me my money. Had enough of this shit now. Lord Jehovah, take the wheel. Take the wheel. Please take the wheel. Jesus, fix it. Fix it. 15 years. You guys heard what the girl said. Okay. She called him out. She said, Mario, the business license was canceled. You're working illegally. You're on a work permit as a gardener. And you still, instead of behaving yourself, you are still out there allegedly, in her words, thieving and lying. Wicked, she says. Scammer, she says. Aren't you tired of getting a bad name? She alleges. And she doesn't use the word allege, but I'm I'm using that word. You're blacklisted from renting from businesses because of stealing. So she puts in the comment section, people need to be careful booking Vibes Times models because they're not legal. Well, I dare say that immigration has more than enough information and I can unblock unblock her name so they know exactly who to contact. Good morning, Miss Darlene, joining us in the UK. Miss Valda says that's the first thing they want women to take out business license and permits for them and their families and friends. Seem Caymanians don't learn from the mistake of others. No, child. We too fool. Uh-uh. Um, some Caymanian women have got to be the most desperate women in the world because you pick up some, I don't even know what to call them. Something that nobody else don't want. And then you turn around and allow them to play you for the fool. I get the concept of marriages of convenience because sometimes I think to myself, are all marriages at some level a marriage of convenience? Like you marry him because he looks good. I mean, maybe that's a convenience for you to have a nice looking man on your arm and vice versa. You married him because he has a job and he can contribute to the bills. But a real marriage of convenience is about that and nothing else. So you don't look at the person's other attributes. You don't like fall in love with them. Oh my gosh, I'm head over heels. You know, this is the person that I want to be with for other reasons, not just, oh, to immigration, to keep them here, to, you know, have him pay your bills or whatever. And I don't get when women get into these marriages of convenience, but it's no convenience to them. It's a convenience for the other person. It's such a one-sided convenience. And I think to myself, what is wrong with this picture? So you allow people to come here. And as Ms. Valda says, normally they're going to come at the whole kitten and caboodle. They're going to bring all the family and be all be using you. 
and you're getting nothing out of it but headache, cheaters, scammers, liars, narcissists, and you sit down and allow people to use your name and your Caymanian status to be able to live a life here that they wouldn't be able to live anywhere else. Flossing a lie. Chantel says, um, just an FYI, just got a notice that my shipment has arrived. Wish I would have said something sooner to CMR. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sandy, and anyone helping in that matter. Lord Jehovah. Chantel, you are welcome. And I am very much well aware of the clout that CMR has. Even with business owners, child, we send one email, we make one phone call, and things are going to happen. I'm aware of that. And uh, that's why I try not to abuse our power, although I have to chuckle when other people tell me that they abuse it all the time. I have people saying to me, you know what, Sandra, the other day I was at so-and-so and yeah, they were doing this and that. And I, I, I got called Ma Road, you know, you want me to call Sandy at Ma Road? I got to fix you. And next thing you know, the problem is resolved. And I don't even hear anything about it. I don't know anything about it, but they share it with me later how Ma Road solved their problem and Ma Road didn't know nothing about it. So I am glad that the name of Ma Road can help you people. No problem. Just don't be using it to scam nobody now. Don't be trying to steal money from people talking about Mara Road told you to do it. So let's continue on with Mr. Blake. So there's a lot of question marks about his immigration status, his marital status. Um, you know, he's had multiple wives, multiple friends. He has another friend by the name of um, Cassia Webb, who also at one point was trading as Vibe Time Entertainment. So, folks, I, I am just like, she has clarified that she's never dated him, however. But I think Cassia, if I, again, you can correct me, that is the young lady who was with this guy named Champion. And Champion, um, unfortunately, passed away a few years ago very unexpectedly. So that is Champion's baby mama uh, girlfriend. And at some point, she actually had the business license. Do you think that DCI pays attention? Like, how is it true that um, one business can be having so many different owners, like all over the place? They're really not connected to each other in any way. Isn't that strange? Right? Um, Ashley says people are tracking, Facebook is tracking people's apps. Okay, maybe we'll have a chat about that tomorrow on Tech Thursday. I need to find out exactly what that's about. Thank you so much, Gigi. Thank you so much, Denise. So now, um, Mario, you know, there's a company by the name of Tamich Company Limited trading as Vibe Time Entertainment. They're the ones who currently have the license. And apparently there's a guy by the name of a Michael Webster who is connected to them. And he's the one now trying to get um, Mario work permit approved under this new company. So someone finally incorporated the company trading as Vibe Time Entertainment. Now, folks, just because you have incorporated a company, that doesn't mean that we can't find out who the company directors and stuff are. You know, there's a lot of information. That's why this whole concept of, of, um, of beneficial registries is so important. We can find out who owns that company by end of day. You better believe that. 
So Mario puts on his sixth annual, he says, event here. And uh, he did up a bunch of flyers. So let's have a look at this. He's promoting it all over social media. And despite what people want to say about Mario and his ongoing allegations and shenanigans, he seems to very much still draw a crowd. Hmm. So Mario had his event. I'm going to show you guys here. He posted it on Facebook and Instagram and people bought tickets and they all got signed up to go on this boat cruise. Now here's an interesting tidbit. The boat cruise was happening the same day as another boat cruise with, it seems to me, almost the exact same name. And I don't know why anybody would do this, first of all. If I heard that Mario, working without a work permit, working not really under proper business, is having an event on January the 24th, I am not going to have an event the exact same day, the exact same time, a boat cruise. No, child, honey, child, no. Because you know what has happened now? People have gotten the two events confused. So beer vibes. And then there was this one here, gal policy, boat party, January the 24th. Both leaving out of safe haven. This boat was called Big Mouse. The one that Mario was using was on Cayman Mermaid, which is a double-decker boat. Now, I'm going to show you guys where the mix-up comes with this whole situation here in a second. So Mario sells his tickets. Our sources indicated that the boat can only hold, pay attention now, folks, this is important, the law is important, the boat can only hold um, 200 and, let me just see here, 275 people. That's what it's cleared for, for insurance purposes. 275 people. We understand that he has sold tickets for either 400 or 450 people. Now, folks, why would you oversell an event? I have no clue especially in these COVID times, but on a boat, why would you do it to begin with? Boat operators have a limit, legal limit, insurance limits. For what time period, or my apologies, how many people can actually get on that boat? And if they're going over that, they're jeopardizing the lives of everyone. And that is a big no, no. So the insurance limit is 275. Depending on who you believe, he either sold 400 tickets or 450 tickets. Why would you even print that many tickets? Okay. So the boat shows up. People start to get on the boat. Then he realizes he's got a problem because he's oversold the event. And all these other people are like, well, I'm here first and I need to get on the boat, they actually started climbing over the rails to get on the boat. Eyewitnesses share that Mario got off of the boat, instructed the boat captain to pull off so that no one else could jump on board. 
And I don't know what the plan was. Like, I don't know how he was planning to then hop back on the boat himself. I don't quite have that part of the plan figured out. But he instructed the boat captain to pull off. And as a result of that, he got left behind. Some of his DJs got left behind. And he ran out of ice on the boat anyway. So he then had to get a second boat to take him out to the mermaid, Cayman mermaid boat, so they could hop on there and continue the party. So this whole fiasco over the weekend, uh, this was on Sunday, and it started with people contacting me saying, hey, I'm one of the people who got left. I was not late, but I couldn't get on the boat because Mario oversold the boat. Okay. Now they want their money back. Mm. Mm-hmm. What a hot mess. So as the day progressed, the story became more and more Well, Marcy, the thing about it is um, only he knows that. Not really, you know. There's more than one way to know something. And like I said, this is the Cayman Islands, okay? So one thing for sure is other people other than him know how many tickets were printed. Where do you think he's getting tickets printed at? He's not printing his own tickets. So this is where now you got to be able to pick sense from nonsense. Don't have Mario trying to get in your headspace and he's the only person who would know that. Whoever printed his tickets would know how many ticket books were printed. Mm -hmm. The boat owners, the boat captain would know the limit for the boat and would also know when they reach that limit and there are people standing there with tickets in their hand who could then go, hmm, if we got 275 people on this boat and there are other people standing on the shore that still have a ticket in their hand, I don't care whether they showed up late or not. If they still have a ticket in their hand, how the heck they got a ticket if he only sold 275 tickets? See, Marcy? Marcy says, good point. I'm telling you, you got to be a detective around here. Don't let people hoodwink you because the truth has a way of coming to the surface. It's like oil. It's going to rise. And you cannot lie to people. And you can't, listen, you can fool some of the people some of the time. But you're not fooling me. Okay? I'm on to this. We're sniffing this story out. So oversold the event. Is that common practice in the industry? I don't know. Just like the one at the Kimpton for New Year's, they oversold that event. They knew that they could only have 500 people because of the COVID restrictions. And they sold way more tickets than that. They being the organizers of the event. Now, maybe they are kind of hedging their bets. Like, okay, I'm going to sell a thousand tickets and hope that 500 people don't show up because at any event, you're always going to have a number of people who, eh, last minute, oh, I'm not feeling like going out again. They cancel, whatever. But you can't oversell an event that much and not expect to have a problem when you have a precise limit for a reason. 
So in this case, there's a limit on the boat for safety reasons. Insurance company is saying, listen, you can take out boat tours, you can do whatever you want on this boat within reason. But for insurance purposes, there's a weight limit. There's equipment on the boat. There's coolers. Uh, big fat people thinking they look cute in their little swimsuits on the boat. All of that is weight. So they average out based on the 275 people, this is the load that this boat can take without it getting in any trouble. And so those are the types of numbers that you have to be very, very careful with. Just like when you go on a plane, there's a reason why you have to weigh your luggage. And they know, hmm, we can only really take this much weight. Yes, we allow some overage and you're going to pay for that privilege. But even within that, there are limits. You can't just be like, oh, everybody in the plane can carry 500 pounds. And it's going to be fine. The plane is only designed for so much weight before it falls out of the sky. Ashley says, Marcy, don't be the next one to take out a business license for him. Girl, I don't think Marcy's that stupid, but she was probably just trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. But Marcy, this boy does not deserve the benefit of the doubt. He has been all over the place breaking the law for years. You think Mario cares? You think Mario cares if 400 people are on that boat? Let me show you how much Mario actually cares, okay? Yes, Inspector Gadget is at work here, folks. Sandy Hill at your disposal. I should get my detective license. I could help the RCIPS. So there is another um, company that went out and had a boat cruise that exact day. Um, so let's just have a look at this. Let me see here now. Give me one second, good folks. So this other boat cruise um, was put on by another promoter. I understand this is a young lady. And so she's doing an event, same time, same day, same location. Now, have a look at this picture. I want you guys to come along with me on this detective ride, right? What is obviously wrong with this picture? Ashley Renee is like, bamba clot, wagwan here now, look here, look here. Anybody notice that this was being used on his social media to promote his event? But if you can see that this is a dated photo, uh-huh, here we go. Check it out. A dated photo, good folks, with cruise ships in the background. So that tells me this was no time soon. Hmm, we haven't seen a cruise ship in almost a year. So when would this photo have been taken? Well, only God knows is the answer. Uh-huh. So we don't know, but we know it's not a current photo. But this is the boat, Cayman Mermaid, that uh, he was using. Now, you know that we've had this issue before with other 
promoters. And I don't know why they choose to do this because it is so disingenuine, disingenuous and so shady that to me, when people start using promo boats or they take a boat and they doctor the photo and they claim that, oh, this is just marketing when that's not actually the ship, that's not actually the boat, that's not actually the cruise. I begin to wonder, why would you have to do that? You can take real photos of your events. You can take real videos of your event and promote it that way, right? When you give a certain impression that, oh, th this was a cruise that we went on on, look, all these people on it, oh, it's packed. Uh, no, that's not a current photo. So how, how does this work? Well, let me tell you what Mario did. First of all, let me address the flyer. It says Red Stripe Beer Vibes um, Day Boat Cruise, Sunday, January 24th, Cayman Yacht Club. Vibes Time Entertainment logos on it. Admission, $20 pre-sold. Uh, look at the typo where it says pre-sold. <clears throat> detective. Now, I'm, I'm training all of you guys to move up the detective ranks, okay? So, um, Alicia, you're going to be right behind me in the detective ranks, girl. Darlene, yes. He does not even take the time to make sure that his flyer, his promotional material is free of any mistakes before he starts promoting it. $20 per sold, it says, not pre-sold, per sold. But what he does take the time to do is put logos of a number of companies at the bottom. Look at all of these companies. So he claims that his tickets are going to be sold at Winter Circle and Infinity Fashions. Then he's got logos. He doesn't actually say anything about it, but the implication and the common sense approach is that when someone puts up, um, you know, a logo of a company in the entertainment business, normally that means that that company has sponsored that event. And my God, if you were to believe this man, he had every company in Cayman sponsoring this event. Let us look at the evidence, good folks. We believe in evidence, do we not? Yes, we do. Okay. So I'm going to share my, let me just close out my chats over in this screen. I'm going to share this screen with you all so you can see exactly what is going on here. So when you go online and you do a search for Mario Vibes Time, there he is promoting all over the place. He started promoting this event at the end of the year. And here's one such promo on Facebook. So let me just increase this from 100% so everybody can see it. And we'll click on this. This actually isn't the first one. I think there was a first promo a couple of days before that. He says, Red Stripe presents the sixth annual Beer Vibes Boat Cruise on the Mermaid Boat. Get your tickets at Winter Circle, Infinity Fashion, Nail Palace, Rodney Salons, admission, $20 pre-sold, $25 at the boat. So just stick a pin right there. Uh, he's going to actually sell at the boat when he's already oversold the event. Honey child, what you saying? Two floors, one party, different beats. 
So the top deck is getting 100% soca and top 40. The lower deck is going to be dance hall and hip hop. So come and get your groove on. So he's telling people, save the date. Get your beach wear, blah, 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 from 2 p.m. until 7. And this is hashtag Mario's birthday cruise. Now, I did tell you that his birthday is actually on the 24th. So here we go. We got all these people here. Mark Ross, Appleton, um, JN Money, Growing Beauty. Some of these I can't recognize. Hype, Island. I don't know what that says. Island. Because the logos are not the best on this flyer, so I can't make them all out. Fresh Fire. Best something. So a lot of these I cannot make out. Hot 104.1. Now, you know, we called a few of these people and we said, um, did you sponsor this event? Not only did they say no, they didn't sponsor this event and they know nothing about giving him permission to use their logo, but apparently some of them had spoken to Mario before and said, do not use our logo take your logo down, and he still used it. My God. This dude is shady as they come. Now, if you go back a ways, you see that from the 23rd, he started promoting this event on his Facebook page. And here he is, again, the same flyer, with all the same logos. And he calls it Beer Vibes Boat Cruise. Okay, he tags a bunch of people, Jaron Carter and 95 other people. And you do that when you're trying to promote an event because then they see it and all of their friends will see it as well. On the 20, um, actually he goes all the way back to the 17th. And then he says, we finally got a bigger boat. So he makes this grand announcement that I guess at some point uh, they had a smaller boat. And now they have confirmed that it's going to be the Cayman Mermaid, which can hold way more people. Mario's birthday cruise. Okay, so not only does Mario not have a valid work permit and he's working outside the terms of anything that immigration would allow him to do, he is also using the good name of other companies to stick on his flyer when those companies have nothing to do with his event. And not only do they have nothing to do with his event, but they have also, some of them said to him, take our logo off of your flyer because we want no affiliation with this event. Ashley, he doesn't even care. He would have to care to make this a true representation. This man not business with nothing called the truth. So that's one of his uh, Facebook groups that he's been promoting his event on. We see some very 
interesting things there. So this is Mario again. He's in the business of providing models. No business license. No work permit for him to be doing it. And once again, look here. My man is bold. He says on social media, I am the owner of Vibes Time Models. It has his email address, his phone number. Claims that this is the official Vibes Time Models network page. The destination for Caribbean queens. Worldwide, the hottest fans on Facebook. Mm. And we definitely know it's him because they're even wishing him a happy birthday on his birthday. There he is all over the place. Right? Promoting himself with the hot gals, them as him say. 2017. Uh, I don't know what that picture is. Let's go back. Hold on. Yep. All kind of promotions and models. See? Vibes time and no permit. No permit, no permit. Mm -hmm. So 2017, he must have been married at that point. Look at the wedding ring. I don't know who he was married to because Ashley Christian had already put in for her divorce in 2015. That marriage lasted exactly 12 months, actually. Which, you know, that means that it fell apart before that because she would have had time to put in the divorce papers. So, you know, when you're living your life on social media, you should try to be a little bit honest. You know what I'm saying? Is this mommy? I don't know who that is. They kind of look the same there. So maybe that's the mother that actually has his work permit and is allowing him to work all over the Cayman Islands illegally. Immigration needs to step up, folks. They really need to step up here. So all of the evidence is there and readily available for anyone to see. Cedric hanging out with Mario. I hate to say it. Cedric might be my boy, but uh, Cedric has more than supported Mario over the years. And this is why I'm telling you there's evidence of Mario getting paid all of this illegal money. Immigration needs to do a calculation of how much money he would have been earning over the past 15 years and not even having a work permit. You see what Mario says here in this post? As you celebrate your birthday, talking to Cedric, I want to seize this opportunity to let you know how much I value you as both my client ex. Really? Your client? So that means that you have a business? Okay, I hear you, boy. And friend. I honestly can't thank you enough for your support over the past 15 years. What well, let me just tell you, we never said 15 years. And this was a couple of years ago. So it's actually over 15 years. You're the, you're one. Now he gets a little confused here. You're one, the best client ever, dear friend. He sure has been a good client because Cedric works for, um, what's the name of the company again? Jake Scott. He's there, I think, marketing manager, promotions manager, whatever. So Cedric has a budget that he can throw in different directions. And according to Mario Vibes time, he's thrown a lot of business in his direction over the years. He says, you are one, the best client ever, dear friend. People might see you as just a client to us, but in reality, 
You mean so much more than that. And also, you are one of the biggest and best promote on the Cayman Islands. I think he meant to say promoter, but whatever. Yes. So there he goes, giving us all the evidence we need, immigration. Oh, I think I've somehow gotten out of, let me go back here. Big and bold, folks, big and bold. Yeah? Everyone see the evidence for themselves? All right. So he has this boat cruise, and it turns out to be a little bit of a fiasco because he oversold the event. And then Mario is so shady. Guess what he does? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. He turns around and gets a video of, remember the young lady in her boat cruise? So he turns around and gets a video of that boat cruise. Uh-huh. Here you know. Let's see the f- evidence. And post this up on his social media, talking about what a great time they had on the boat. Okay, folks, Mario, what are you doing? Why are you so shady? Why would you have to put up somebody else's boat video talking about your boat cruise was off the chain, you had a great time, it was so fly, it was so this, it was so that. Um, That wasn't even your boat. Seriously. What is wrong with this boy? Something just not right with him. He can't tell the truth if it slapped him in the face. Why would he do that? You know, let me just um, hold on a second here. He has another one here. I mean, it just, it just boggles my mind why Mario has to be as shady as he is. You know, why do you have to lie and use footage from other boats and pretend? So now that his, this is his Instagram account, right? Always having a good life at the expense of other people. So he says that this one is a throwback photo. Tag your friends to share the memories. So don't know what year this would have been from. But this is other people. Uh, Again, his best friend, Cedric, and number one client up front and central. Mm -hmm. 
So Mario has his hands in all kind of events. There he is, Beer Vibes Crew. This is pre-birthday celebration. He was getting ready to rip people off. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, little Mario has a little baby now. He needs to get his act together because he is a child that he should be concerned about. I'm sure it's for Caymanian, so now he'll definitely have an excuse to remain in the Cayman Islands because Mario knows how to work the system if no other reason. So there you have it, folks. Mario, you're a father now. Can you get your life together? Can you stop scamming people? Really and truly, it's not very becoming. There he is, more models. Basketball game at Kimana Bay, wearing a Bacardi shirt. Mm-hmm. Don't look like he's gardening to me. Anybody ever saw Mario do any gardening, by the way? I'm just curious. Uh, you know the gardening that he has done? Let me just refresh your memories for a second here. And that, let me get back to some of your comments as well. Uh, Opal says, um, bigger shit contact. I don't know if she meant to say that. <laughs> Ernie Smat, if he gave anyone permission to use his boat, maybe staff here use it without his permission because he only uses boat for cruise ship passengers. This boat doesn't use for local outings. Well, Opal, it's entirely possible now, let's give him the benefit of the doubt, that uh, given the fact that there are no cruise ship passengers at the moment, it is entirely possible that, um, you know, the staff just trying to make a little bit of money. And so maybe he's allowing it to be used for local events now because there aren't any cruise passengers. Irvlin says that happens when you're not that smart. Marshall, he is a bare-faced young man. He's out and about doing all this and immigration can't stop him. Well, they haven't stopped him yet. Let's see what's to come. Dean says the company that printed the flyers should have made sure that those companies sponsored him before. But that's not their responsibility, Dean. Imagine they wouldn't have time to do anything else. It is the responsibility of the promoters to just simply be honest. It can't be that hard. Although Mario seems to make it appear to be an impossible task. So um, thank you, Jamelia. I, uh, like I said, I don't think that that's the printer's business, not at all. That's like me going to um, Quick Images as an example and saying, right, I need you to print something for me, but um, you don't know if I have permission to use this logo and so you need to verify it. That's not their business. Opal says DCN works as a joker if it was a Caymanian trying to sell some coconut them down in him long time, say so he need a teen B. You know, we're supposed to all be following the same rules here, and I think that's the point that Opal makes. Exactly, Ashley. Their only job is, if they're in the printing business, they're not in the policing or verification business. I agree, that is not their responsibility. That's not their job at all. It's his job to be honest. 
Opal says that Cedric is his biggest supporter as he in return receives benefits from all the parties. Yes, Cedric works for Jake Scott. And so all the alcohol sales go to Jake Scott. Good morning, Miss Andine. Happy birthday, by the way. Miss Andine just celebrated a birthday. And you know, Opal, this is one of the issues here in Cayman. There are too many hands that are intertwined and in washing each other, and no one is getting a proper wash. Okay? It's like you scratch my back, I'm gonna rub your leg kind of a situation. There are too many conflicts of interest, even in the entertainment and promotion business. So Cedric works for Jake Scott, yes, but he also does side promotions and other stuff. And there's always been questions about where is the line? It seems like a very thin line. And there are people who allege that that line is often crossed. It's kind of like this. Let me give you an example of something that I know about the compass. Um, there's a young lady who works for one of the telecom companies. And I'm not going to mention the telecom company because uh, it's a little too easy to figure out which one it is. But she has a nonprofit foundation. And She's also a marketing manager at one of these telecom companies. So she has the opportunity to give people like the Compass and others, entertainers, photographers, videographers, contracts through the company that she works for. She does not own the company, obviously. She simply works as a marketing manager for the company. But because she has this side organization, and I'm not going to mention her side organization, because I, if I wanted to identify her, I would identify her. Okay? But she has a side nonprofit organization. And what she does is, because they're going to give her promo stuff, uh, kickbacks, and all these sorts of things, right, on her nonprofit, she makes sure, number one, because it ain't her money that she's spending, she is going to ensure that they get the best exclusives and only contract. So she will pull contracts from other videographers who do fantastic work in this community to give it to people who have given her nonprofit, oh, a free video, we'll give you free advertising in the compass, we'll give you all these side deals. Now, do you think that her, um, do you think that her employer, the telecom company knows what's going on? This is what I'm talking about. There's a lot of side deals happening in this country. Now we also know that Cayman is small. So if it's the case that there is going to be some sort of a conflict of interest, you need to remove yourself in certain situations and you need to divulge that conflict of interest. So had this young lady said to her boss over at ABC Telecom Company that, hey, I have a nonprofit organization, which we know, and so the Compass gives me free ads, free advertising, et cetera, because I'm giving them this telecom contract, are you okay with that boss? I'm sure the boss wouldn't be. 
because the two have nothing to do with each other. But that's exactly what's happening. And it's happening to the detriment of other companies who are not going to play this game with her, who are not going to give her nonprofit all these freebies. And so as a result of that, the compass gets big marketing contracts, despite what their dismal numbers are, it doesn't matter. They're going to still make a ton of money off of ABC Telecom because of their connection to her as marketing manager and all of these backdoor deals. So the backdoor deals have been happening from time we were in the caves, cavemen trading pebbles. And it will continue to happen as long as people continue to turn a blind eye to it. Now, I'm no fool. I'm in the world of business. And I understand how relationships work, including business relationships. And I get that if you like someone, you're more likely to do business with them. You're more likely to spend money with them. And I get there there are times when people say, you know what? You spend in this area, I'm going to give you something in this area. But there has to be transparency. It's like right now we are in political high season. And everybody wants to advertise and get their business out there. We've said, listen, anybody can advertise in Kim and Ma Road. We're not going to stop you from advertising. There has to be an even playing field. And I don't expect candidates to come to me and be like, oh, Sandy girl, mm, I'm going to do this for you and I'm going to do that for you in return for you pushing me on your platform. No, honey child, you can take me to all the fancy dinners you want. You can feed me from now until eternity. And that has nothing to do with the price of rice in China. And it has nothing to do with the truth and the topics and issues facing this country. And so you have to be very honest with people. Yes, sometimes you sit down and you have meetings with people and they end up paying for lunch. But that doesn't mean that anybody's being bought here, folks. Uh-uh. No, honey child. Jamelia, thank you. Ashley, um, Dean says, Ashley, not as far as I know, they hold very certain responsibilities. They should ask him to present his license, but a lot of companies um, bypass standard protocol. Nobody, no one is doing anything. Ernie, SMAT is allowing the boat to be used for boat parties. I would think so. I mean, I think the mermaid, um, that boat has been around for a minute. Tamara wants to know where he's from. He's from Jamaica. Good morning, Sonia. For the record, the big, the boat, big mouse was uh, at her legal capacity for that boat cruise. Thank you very much. That boat has a capacity of 175 based off insurance and I have receipts. So Sonia got her receipts together. And like I said, uh, Mario should have receipts too, but I'm pretty sure that his receipts are not going to be adding up. So since the fiasco on the boat, I think a lot of people are confusing the one that Sonia is talking about, the big mouse with the Cayman mermaid. And they're contacting the promoters of Big Mouse wanting a refund when that was not the boat that they were supposed to be on. So my understanding is the promoters of Big Mouse did not oversell their event. They knew their legal limit. They stayed within that legal limit. And it was Mario's event that was oversold. And so don't get the two confused now just because he's using their, their 
boat video on his Instagram. Please do not be fooled by that. So Marshall says he used the other boat to show people what a good time they had so that the next time he's having a boat party, people will be willing to go see that the last one was so good and that's how he gets them. It's called false marketing. It's called a lie. I mean, I get the whole marketing game as well. And sometimes you need something exciting, but you don't have to lie in the world of marketing. Good morning, Tracy. Eckerd, what's up, my cousin? Eckerd McField, big up yourself. He's here. Uh, Monica says that they need to cut out these boat cruises, but they won't until someone gets hurt on a boat sink plus 99% of the party patrons can't swim. Imagine that. Well, Monica, listen. We're not trying to rain on nobody's boat cruise parade. And we know a certain in the group of individuals love a boat cruise. And it's always kind of the same people. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with a boat cruise. I've been on one or two in my day, whatever. I get the concept out in the boat, fresh breeze, booze, party, whatever. People are enjoying it. So I'm not trying to rain on their parade. Let me be very clear. If they want to have a boat cruise, good on them. Uh, people can decide on an individual basis whether or not to purchase a ticket. Obviously, there are safety protocols, including how many people can be on the boat. They need to stay within those safety protocols. If you go on a boat cruise and you can't swim, the boat, and this is why they have insurance in place and other things, should have enough life vests for everybody on board. So I'm sure underneath the Cayman Mermaid, they must have a storage facility where if they were to get in any kind of trouble, there should be a life vest for every person on that boat. And if you can't swim and you go out on a boat cruise or any boat at all, because there are tons of people who can't swim that jump on a boat all the time, then you know the risk involved in that should you go overboard. So it is what it is. I'm not going to really rain on that parade too much. You know, they obviously take a certain risk. Tamara says, uh, wow, Jamaican. Jamaican don't know what happened to my country people. Well, Tamara, I will leave that right there. Um, and Ashley says, well, who grew up in Cayman and can't swim? Let me beat them. A lot of people actually cannot swim. They'll frolic in the sand and on the shoreline, but they cannot swim. And Dean says, Mario is just being himself a scammer. He has done so many wrongs and nothing has been done. So he will continue to be a scammer and a thief. Look at what he did to the young lady while coming out um, of it. Nothing in immigration. Well, and know that his mother only take out the permit for him to stay here. Trust me, I don't think he even know how to use a weed whacker. <laughs> they should charge her too for obtaining property by deception. She knows he doesn't work with her shaking my head. Well, I don't think that that would be the charge, but the charge would be permitting someone to work outside the terms of their work permits, number one. And like I said, it has been happening a really long time. Now, you guys might remember, like I said, we've actually never seen Mario working per se, but you remember this back in September of 2018, there was a guy Really nice guy, I understand, by all accounts. Uh, he was an avid cyclist, used to run and exercise and all sorts of stuff. He had a little incident where he ran into the back of a parked vehicle that was parked on the side of the road. 
And um, this was so sad because I think he just had his head down cycling and didn't see the vehicle until it was too late. And he ran right in the back of it. And um, his name was Jeffrey Cornwall. He was 56 years old, originally from Australia. And Jeffrey lived on the island for a number of years. I believe he actually worked for Butterfield Bank. Really nice guy. And do you guys remember that the vehicle that he ran into was that of Mario Blake, the same vibes time Mario. Now, the reason we know this is because Mario, he was an IT analyst at the Bank of Butterfield, posted on his social media page, that fool or this fool just ran into me. And people were so outraged at how incredibly insensitive Mario is. And then he posted this picture. You see the Mercedes? Let me see if I can increase the size a little bit. Right? With the bike underneath the Mercedes. See, there's the front wheel, the back wheel, and debris in between. There's damage to the bends, the back of the bends. You can't really see that well on the screen, I know, but I'll put the link here so you can refresh your memory. So you see how it, the poor guy just literally ran right in the back of his Mercedes. Now, as a gardener, yes, he's flossing all over the place and driving a Benz. Good for him. And he put this up. This fool just ran into me. After people were like, dude, a guy just lost his life by ran, running into your vehicle. First of all, you're not supposed to be parked on the shoulder of the road like this. Was he ever charged with that? Nope. Police slackness again. This is not an area for you to be parked in. Yes, the poor cyclist should have really been paying attention, but you know what? He wasn't expecting to see anybody parked in a lean that is designed for cyclists and people to be moving. So apparently that day, Mario was out with mommy watching her plant trees because he was obviously in the vehicle, pulled off illegally on the road. So after a lot of people got pissed off at his initial comment, he then changed it to say, I will never forget this day. Rest in peace, my brother. And then he's such a narcissist. He then says, just not my day today. Wow, dude. Really? It's not your day because you're the one who just lost your life? You know, he changes it to try to be more human-like. Oh, I will never forget this day. Rest in peace, my brother. Just not my day. Dude, Mario, it's not about you. It isn't about you. Okay, that was after he changed the original Instagram. So somebody says, I still cannot fathom how the driver of this vehicle involved in the fatal collision this morning could see the deceased cyclist curled up under his SUV in blood. Proceed to take a picture, upload on Instagram, and have the nerve to put the caption, this fool just ran into me. And then turns around, delete it, only to post a picture of his vehicle and the bicycle dismantled, laying on the ground with the caption, I will never forget this day. Rest in peace, bro. Just not my day. 
I really wonder if he even called 911 for an ambulance. How sad of a person are you really? Rest in peace, Jeff. Wow. Wow. Parked in the bike lane and then being so incredibly insensitive. <sighs> Folks. Valda says they're using boat cruises to make money selling liquor without a liquor license. Um, I can't remember Linda off the top of my head. The promoters for, I'd have to look up the one at the Kimpton. It was actually the Kimpton's, um, hold on one second. It's, you know, guys, that you can go and search um, up at the top right on CMR. You can do a keyword search for any keyword that was like in an article or title. So the Kimpton New Year's Eve party, here we go. December the 31st, this story broke. And this was organized by, let me see. This was for their sparkles, here's the party. And this, let me downsize this again so I can read it. The organizers were, who were they? Um, Hmm. Party surfers were the events organizers. And I don't know if party surfers is party surfers Cedric. I think that's his company, but I can't, I can't remember. Um, it might very well be that, that Cedric is uh, still part of party surfers. Damon says this POS is a fraud and loser. That post he did for the accident just goes to show how much sense or real values he has, how sad. Someone else has just clarified and made a point that, um, good morning, this was his sixth annual boat cruise and he collects all monies from it for ticket sales and liquor that are sold on board. So he's making a profit, hopefully, I don't know. Um. But at the end of the day, he is carrying on a business without a business license. This particular event, I'm sure the people who were on the boat, who got on the boat, had a great time. But now he owes a whole lot of other people a refund of $20 each. So people, ensure that you get your refund. Uh, just get it from the right company. It is not the corresponding female boat tour, which was this event. Gal policy, next time I think the organizers should make sure that they do not have their event the same day, time, and location as him. Because Lord knows it's causing a lot of confusion. Juanita says, did he ever get posted for jackass of the day? He should be posted today. Ay, 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 what a hot mess. Um, yes, I think I, I, in terms of the liquor license part, I don't think that, um, the boat organizers need one. I think you're right, Ashley, that that comes with the boat itself. So, um, I don't think that that was the point. I think the point really is that he was in charge of, I guess, bringing the liquor on board. Um, or I don't know if the boat provided the liquor. Those are things that we just don't know. So if the boat provided the liquor, normally the house takes a cut. So if he got all of the funds um, from it, 
then that would mean that he probably provided it at his own expense. And there would have been, um, you know, the boat was involved in that. He just paid a flat rate for the boat. So stop taking footage of other people's boats and then putting your label on it about beer vibes, boat cruise. That was not the mermaid boat. And I think you can actually see the difference between the two boats. I mean, look at this. Cayman Mermaid looks like this. It's pretty well enclosed. This other one that, again, he sticks his logo on, does a video on, that ain't the Cayman Mermaid. And it's a much smaller boat, actually. You can see that there is a size difference between the two boats. Mario, get your life together, son. You know, seriously, you shouldn't be here based on your immigration track record. But at the very least, if you're going to be here, uh, can we get you to at least adhere to the rules of this country? Immigration, business licensing, to keep your hands off of females, all of those sorts of things. Those things are really important. You know, we don't ask for a whole lot in this community, but we do ask you to stop being shady to the point where people have to take to social media and talk about you. Mario has been, the subject of Mario has been the most viewed show ever on our live platform with over 1,200 people watching the live when a young lady came on and talked about how she had worked for him as a model and what he had done in terms of non-payment and then taking her off to the beach at three, four o'clock in the morning against her will without her permission and had the poor little girl scared to death. It's like, dude, come on, get it together. You are now a father of a little girl and you should be thinking about the way that you have treated women all of these years, the allegations that have been swirling around you for a very long time. So Valda said party organizers get the liquor and consignment. So they're the ones bringing back the unsold liquor and settling the bill. Folks, that's all she wrote. That's all I've got to say on this topic. I do want to remind you that um, on tomorrow's show, we will have, and we've kind of named this segment, I think I need to do a little promo for this, Tag Along. You know the Filipino language is Tagalog. So we're going to do a Tag Along segment. And so we have a very interesting tale to tell you tomorrow that involves missing jewelry, Broken trust. Um, huh. A baby that is being babysat by everybody in the Cayman Islands. And once again, questions surrounding immigration enforcement and how some people seem to not have to follow the immigration law when others are held to account. It is a very unusual situation. One final comment, folks, about the Mario situation someone has shared. The problem is he sent people from Yacht Club to Safe Haven to go on board of the other boat thinking it was part of Beer Vibes. Oh, here we go. 
When the people got there, uh, they were explained to that the two events were different and had to get pay permission or pay admission for that boat. But because that boat was tagged in his IG story, people that were on the other boat are saying they were scammed into paying double admission and are reaching out to the other promoter for a refund when the two events were completely different and not even affiliated. Wow. Chow, honey, chow. What a hot mess is all I can tell you. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I do not know what else to say on this. That is all she wrote. That's, that's all I can say. Uh, Mario, get yourself together. Get your life together. Stop working illegally. Stop working in the entertainment business because you have no work permit to do that. Caymanian young ladies, stop allowing yourselves to be used by the likes of Mario for the purposes of taking out a business license for him, getting married for marriage of convenience, uh, becoming his baby mama so that he can have an excuse to want to stay here in the Cayman Islands. He's just using you, okay? That's all she wrote, good folks. Have a beautiful day. Uh, it is Hump Day Wednesday. Tomorrow we'll have another wonderful show lined up for you. Thank you for all the support and love. We will see you guys tomorrow morning at 7.30. Until then, take care. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of The Cold Hard Truth. Make sure to check Facebook for showtimes and more information and the latest news at CaymanMarlRoad.com. Subscribe to our IG and Facebook pages to get the latest happenings.